Good morning and welcome to the Luke Miller Podcast. And I am very happy that you are uh, with us as we continue to go through looking at what trials mean in our life. Uh, Something that probably resonates with us. And I don't know about you, but normally when you come to that January time of year, you start to look back at, at what the past year was like. And I think a lot of us have thought, well, it'd be kind of nice to forget about what the last year was like. But but very much everything that God is telling us to do is remember to look back and see how he has been faithful through the trials. And and last week we started looking at, at trials uh, and things that we go through with really the purpose of saying that, that yes, 2020 was a difficult year and 2021 will will probably have some difficulties as well. And in fact, 2022 and all the years forward, they'll all have difficult years. Some will be better than the others and some will be worse than the others. But regardless, we'll all go through through different trials in in life. With that being said, we thought it'd be good for us to take a look at at what trials really are and and what it really means for us to go through harder times. And, and last week we were taking a look in Hebrews chapter 12. We'll continue through there uh, like any given Sunday when I preach. I probably don't make it to all the points I want to. Uh, and the podcast here is, is very similar. So uh, we left off in Hebrews chapter 12 and we'll continue through Hebrews chapter 12 today. Uh, and we were looking at, uh, at verses 5 through 11 and I think we got to about 7. So I think that's that's doing. Or we got to about nine, and that's doing pretty good uh, in my world. But we just to recap, we took a look at at the fact that we need to take suffering seriously because it validates our relationship with God. Verses five through seven, and you have forgotten that that word of encouragement that addresses you as sons. My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines those he loves. He punishes everyone he accepts as a son. And that is just such a foundational statement there uh, for us to realize, again, that, that in many ways when we go through trials, that validates that that relationship with God. It's not easy at times, but... It's very much something that we need to do and and not need to do. We need to acknowledge, right? Because persecution comes with being a Christ follower. Trials come with being a Christ follower. And, And I think the big thing that came out of last week was really realizing that just because we're going through a difficult time doesn't mean God hates us. Job is a, a classic example of that as all of these horrible things happen to him. And, and there's this, this idea of, of, God, why are you doing these things to me? And, and I'm sure we've all been in that place before. And, and sometimes there's no kind of pseudo solutions or quick fixes with God. He's going to change you at the deepest and most lasting level. Uh, and, and I think that's kind of the, the thing. It's not just a little patch or a Band-Aid solution. When God is going to do a work in you and God is doing a work in you, he's going to go to that deepest level and and in a way that will last the longest so that healing lasts the longest. And and so that's kind of where we 
we finished last week, and as we continue further into this, uh, in verse 9, which says, how much more should we submit to the Father of our spirits and life? And to submit means to place under uh, in an orderly fashion. It was used by soldiers who lined up in a military fashion to hear the commands uh, or the orders of their commander. Uh, and, and really what it's saying is we've kind of got two options. We can, when we go through trials, we can stand up and shake our fist at God in anger, or we can drop to our knees in surrender. And, and that's where we really arrive at. No matter how bad the storms of life are, it's imperative to submit to God. And, and verse 9 really points this out. Uh, the other thing that we can see from this is what God allows is ultimately good for us. Look at the middle of verse 10. But God disciplines us for our good. This is also translated in some of the, the Bible versions that you have as for our profit, like a, div, a dividend or, or wages. Pain can be perfect for some of us because of, of what, it, what it comes from. And, and I, I gave this quote last week, I believe, as well, which said, God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks to us in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. Uh, it is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Right, and that's where I uh, I really believe that when we look at, at God ultimately working for us and what God is doing is ultimately good for us, it is tough to acknowledge. I love skiing, and one of the favorite things I love to do, and it seems like torture, and it is a lot of pain, but at the end of the day, when your legs are tired, I love to go to the top of the mountain. And I love to just do a straight run, just right down the mountain. So by the time by the time I'm halfway down, I'm already feeling the burn in my legs, but I know I still have another half to go. And I'm going going hard. And when I get down to the bottom, my legs are burning. Uh, and but it's that that good. I kind of think of it as that good pain, right? I know I've done something. I know that that there's evidence that. Um, that I, I was working hard. And that's kind of where it is with God working on us, right? Uh, if we start to look at pain as and the suffering or trials as God really doing a work on us and something's at work, then it really changes our perspective on how we actually, um, how we deal with it, right? So, so I think that's uh, something important for us to take a look at. Uh, and and the other, you know, that hard times can be a catalyst for holiness in our life. That's really what, what this is summing up. The, the middle part of verse 10, God disciplines us for our own good. But in the last part, it gives that reason that we may share in his holiness. Some of us shy away from holiness because we'd, we think we'd rather be happy. <laughs> uh, but actually, the way to happiness is through, through holiness. Holiness is a, a complete state of God-centeredness and God-likeness. Really, God's end game in whatever stress or, or trial or pain you're going through is, is your holiness. He may use bad things you are experiencing to teach you something that he can't get through to you in any other way. I referenced Job earlier, uh, and in Job 23.10, uh, it, it says, 
but he knows the way I take and he has tested me. I will, uh, I will come forth as gold. God sees your suffering. And this verse tells us that our trials will not last forever. God may have to break us in order to make us stronger and make us holy. And that's really the goal of this. Hard times acting as that catalyst for holiness. And, and you, you may have picked up on it there that pain is uh, momentary, but, but peace comes later. It's actually spelled out in verse 11. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces harvest of righteousness and peace. I guess the question that we we have for ourselves as we're going through this today is how many of us have more pain than pleasure in our life right now? Right? I mean, honestly ask that question. Does it seem like there is more pain than there is pleasure in our life right now? And, And if you answer that, like, yeah, there is more pain, the message here is hold on because peace is coming. And that good peace. Uh, One of uh, the great quotes uh, from A.W. Tozer uh, says that uh, seldom does God use a person greatly who has not been hurt deeply. Let me say that again. That seldom does God use a person greatly who has not been hurt deeply. And and I think as we look at, at pain that we go through, uh, the message in that quote from Tozer is saying that, that if we look back at 2020, if we look back at certain periods of our life, yes, that is great pain, but a lot of that pain has shaped us into who we are as God has molded us into what he wants us to be. Sometimes those lessons were the harder lessons, and sometimes it, it was a little easier. But, but the reality is, is that, that peace is coming uh, and, and that God, I mean, God uses people in great ways who've been hurt deeply. And, and I think that, that this comes back to and really brings us to a point where it's almost an action point right? Is looking back at where God has taken us over this past year and over this last little while and, and really said, you know, where has God led us? What has been going on in my personal life? Now, how can God, I use what God has taken me through to share with others? How is God using me going forward? And, and this is really that action point in verse 11 in the last part where it's saying that your response is your responsibility, for those who have been trained by it, right? That's what it just simply says. This word training, translated exercise in some translations, is talking about that strenuous workout, really in many ways in the gym on a daily basis uh, of life. Trials can train us uh, for the harvest of righteousness and of peace, but it's conditional based on whether I'm cooperating or not. And, and whether I'm cooperating with what God is doing, I must allow myself to be trained by them. You know, the trials that are going on. I must look for the purpose in the pain. I must guard against the bitterness. And again, this is my responsibility. So everything that we've taken in verses 5 through the middle of verse 11 in chapter 12 of Hebrews 
is leading up to this point where it's saying, okay, now that you know that when you go through things, there are going to be, it's going to be tough times, but it's for your own good. But the choice is now yours. God is putting the responsibility in us for the next action. Have you been trained by it? Are you going to use your training? For those of you who like uh, older movies, and I guess this is considered an older movie now, I always remember the the Karate Kid and uh, Mr. Miyagi uh, leading Daniel through all the different uh, exercises that was going to prepare him for karate. Before they had even ever started doing karate, he was making him mop. And, and in the famous line as he's waxing, the cars wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off. Uh, and, and of course the student gets frustrated and gets angry at Mr. Miyagi as he's, he's saying, come on, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a, a better way. Like, why am I waxing your cars for you when I'm supposed to be learning karate? And, and Mr. Miyagi kind of responds by saying, Hey, that just means you need to wax more cars. <laughs> you haven't quite got it yet. And, and I think with us, it's that response in our uh, in our training, as God puts us through trials, uh, we kind of say, come on, God, I'm, I'm ready. And God's saying, well, you know, are you, do you get it? Remember, God is wanting us to have that long lasting holiness. He's not looking for that band-aid solution. Uh, and so when we're going through stuff, we need to be willing to acknowledge the training that we're going through in order to become stronger, in order to let holiness reign in our life. I mean, here's the question. To what extent are you willing to be trained by trials that you're going through right now? And and you, as you're listening to this, are probably will all have different trials that you're going through, right? It's not just saying that we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? There's trials that this has brought out. I think that the, the pandemic has kind of been a catalyst to bring out some of the the trials and really bring to the top uh, and to the forefront some of the things that we have been putting off dealing with. But but the question is, is to what extent are you willing to be trained by the trials that you're going through right now? Often we focus intently on the details of our difficulties as if the problem was the most important thing in the world. It may seem so at the time, but... It's not really. God is much more concerned with how we respond in the trial than the trial itself. Another quote that I came across is that God will take care of what you go through. You take care of how you go through it. And that's probably the best way of saying it. Right? God will take care of what you go through. You take care of how you go through it. And... And as we look at trials, and now as we continue what this really looks like in our, in our own life, as we continue through this series, we'll start to see that trials are designed to teach us so that, that we can conduct uh, our own character changes. What's our response to bad things that happen in our life? In the challenge today is to not give up or become passive or become bitter or become hardened. God is no stranger to your pain. And the great news of the Bible is that God uh, is a suffering God. Jesus died a horrible death on a rough cross to provide you with the ultimate solution for suffering and death. 
and, and that's where we find ourselves today as, as we go from here is really that challenge that, that we're not alone in this. We're not alone because Jesus went before us. We're not alone because the disciples went before us. Uh, throughout the scripture, we see that there are people who've gone through horrible trials through Old Testament and New Testament. But what are you going to do about it? Right? Uh, and that that is just it. As we, as we come to this is what is your response to the bad things that happen in your life? God will take care of what you go through. All right, don't worry about that. You take care of how you go through it. And, and this will really lead us into uh, the next passage uh, that we go, uh, go through as we kind of take a little bit more of a look at, you know, we've defined kind of what trials may look like, but now let's really start to dive into to, to that response. And we're going to focus a lot more on that in the weeks to come is, is how we respond. Sometimes we forget that Christ was crucified for us and that he served our our sin sentence so that we could be forgiven. That's why it's so important that we also remember that God is doing a work in us and that others have gone before us. If if you continue, if you look through Hebrews, the, the great list of of the hall of faith, as we call it, or the hall of fame of faith, of all those people who struggled yet their faith in God was unwavering and you see them grow. That's our goal. That's where we hope to. So where is God refining you right now? And this week, take a look going back at the last year and saying, where has God been refining me? Where has God been attempting to refine me, but I haven't been listening? That's probably the more important question. And also, how has God refined me? You know, and so that's kind of putting us in three different time spots. It's saying, right, where has God, what has God done in my life? What is he currently working on? What has he completed? Uh, and, and it'll probably help us give a better perspective of how we can make that journey to be stronger disciples, uh, to see that holiness grow in us, to become closer to God, uh, and to be encouraged even in the tough times. It's all about our response. God will... Uh, God will take you through it. Uh, and that goal is that long-lasting refinement. So uh, this is a great place to end. I think that, uh, I mean, I love this topic because it's something that is so relevant and prevalent in our society right now. Of A lot of people are asking, why, God? Why is this happening? So uh, with that being said, uh, let me pray, and then I will sign off for this week. God, I just thank you. Uh, even in the trials, uh, that even in a, a pandemic, even in a an odd time in history, uh, God, you're at work and you're constantly working on, on us as individuals, on your church, so that we can be more effective disciples, that we can grow closer to you and that we can be stronger. Our prayer is that, God, we would we would respond to the trials in our life that we may face in a way that is, is something in a way that that allows that refinement to take place. That our response is one that will bring peace. Our response is one that will will see long-lasting healing. And so so we thank you that you are journeying with us. We thank you that you've sent those before us. We thank you that you sent your son for us to endure trials so we can see that we are not alone. 
And so we just uh, thank you for today and lift all these things up to you and pray these uh, things in your holy and amazing name. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week as it's episode 41. I realize today is episode 40. So happy 40th episode to us. Thanks for joining me. I'll talk to you again next week.